Out of hair? I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh God! Hello, everyone. Oh, Welcome oh. to the show. Oh my God! We're here to play some oh. swine. Oh. <laughs> Haven't heard that one. Uh, that's great. Oh. Love it. Oh. Uh, I don't know why these fools are laughing here. Oh. <laughs> Not a clue. Not no a clue. idea. No idea. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We're here to play some Zweihander. You're watching Grim and Perilous Studios, the studio that is both grim and perilous. I think. I don't know. Anyway, fuck it. Let's do this. We even thing. have shirts that say it. Oh, I didn't wear my shirt. I blame being I sick. Didn't. Oh no. God damn it! I feel bad now. It's all your fault, Dan. I feel bad. It's fair, Dan. Uh, I got everyone in the right spot. Right spot is arbitrary because I always just roll dice to see who goes in which box. Uh, Love it. Let's do introductions. I'm Chuck. You know me, so I don't need to say anymore. Dan, who the fuck are you playing? God, I get to go first so yeah, I, we can do. have all the disappointment out of the way right away. Get I'm that dead. Off. Yeah, I'm playing Steve. Just a halfling jackass, really. It's supposed to be good at social things but i'm not so he won't be either perfect very cool jeremy what you got oh uh, i'm playing Falco. i'm a middle-aged ogre laborer bit of a skeptic cynic yeah you know that sort of thing unusually lean for an orc okay scrawny ogre. orc wait i'm stupid I won't argue with that. Adam, right. who are you playing? Oh, well, I'm playing Thacko's best friend, Tutti Twanti. And, uh, you know, I'm just following him around. We grew up together in an orphanage. And, uh, you know, he beats people up. Sometimes he gets cut. I put him back together. Very cool. And I can't give you shit for being a new face anymore because you've already been on a, a channel or a show on the channel. So, my Trey, who the fuck are you playing yeah. tonight? Uh, little oh, does everyone know, she's actually a Masters Y-Hander player who has been playing the game since before it was released. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. that's, that's accurate. And you should all expect real mechanical sovereignty from me because then, I'm really excellent at the game. <laughs> yeah, been playing it longer than I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. Taught us everything we know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, this is my first time playing Zoyander, and I'm very excited to be playing uh, Meg, a... Uh, Dwarf pugilist who uh, didn't take a dive that one time and now just does mercenary work because she's still real good at smashing faces and uh, she's pretty. She'll make you pretty. Yeah. And that was that was her fighting name. There you go. And uh, yeah, that's nice. that's how I'm playing. Okay, so the four of you are friends, business partners, whatever we need to do to get this party together. Uh, and Meg, you received a letter from your uncle. Uh, you haven't talked to your uncle in ages. It's been a, a long time since you've seen him. But, uh, you know, 
your your time making the fighting circuit. You built up a little bit of a name for yourself. You're known as uh, someone who can get shit done. And because of that, your uncle sends you this letter. Your uncle's name is Milo. Now, he owns and runs the general store out of a small little village by the name of Grubach. I should come up with names that I know how to pronounce. What I should do. <laughs> Uh, now, his mother, which would be your great aunt, um, her name's Elena. She's gone missing, but she's been missing for the past seven months, which is a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, now, in Grubach, your uncle explains over the past eight months, six people total have gone missing. Um, now, the town is under the belief that it is the work of wood goblins. The huntsman of the town, a man by the name of Emil, he has taken a personal vow to just murder the fuck out of all of those wood goblins and recover all of the missing people. Oh my gosh. We got two people trying to sell us followers. So exciting. I don't know which one we should give our money to. Both. What if we say we're going to give him money and we just send him pictures of our feet instead? Ooh, there's the real money. They call that foot's gold. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Emil has taken a personal vow to get rid of all the wood goblins and recover the missing people. Now, he's killed several goblins, explains in the letter, but he has had absolutely zero luck locating the missing people. This includes your great aunt. Now your uncle believes that Emil is in over his head and he's way too proud to ask for help. Because of this, your uncle is going around Emil's back and writing to you, begging you to help. Please come to Gribach. Help us find my mother and the other missing villagers. And that's our setup. You all have sat out, set out on the road, traveling. And we find ourselves, the camera comes in, on you all maybe a mile outside of the village. Sad. What's this? What's this? There's woods everywhere. Um, and because of this, um, let's see here. Meg, first roll of the night. I need to find the skull. Uh, go ahead and give me an awareness test. That'll be up top on your list of skills. Look at that. You rolled a four. Very good. Uh, quick rule note for you. In Zweihander, you're trying to roll under your tribute, right? If you roll doubles, it is a critical. And the way it works is if you roll doubles and it's under, it's a critical success. If you roll doubles and it's over, it is a critical failure. Uh, so just right. as a reminder, if that would have been a 11, uh, 11 critical success. If that would have been a 44, because you were aiming at 40, that would have been a critical failure. Also, right. if you hit a 1 or a 100, those are also critical. Uh, one's always success. One hundred's always a fail. But right. you do a great job. You're walking. You're leading the way. You know where you're going. 
But as you're talking to your friends here, you see something odd off the road, maybe 15, 20 yards through the woods. Something very white, kind of large. You're not sure what it is from this distance. And I will hand it over to all of you. What do you do? I mean, I don't see it, so probably nothing. I'm not saying we should break into your great aunt's house, but like, what if there was cookies that ain't been ate yet? And mm, they go to waste true. if and we don't that's, break in. I hadn't really considered that. That's a really good idea. I'm full we of them. Should. <laughs> that was clearly the brains of this operation. Well, because my brains are in my belly. So I've got a cast iron stomach. It's unbeatable. Yeah, you can oh, tell. It, you can tell it's real big by the size you get too. It's true. I should know. Anyway, Meg, you do see something weird, and I'm talking like sheet white, paper white, just through the trees off the road a little ways. I am pointed out to to my friends here. You don't see that? Uh, what? I'll take a closer look myself. Uh, yeah, once Meg, you pointed out to everyone, you can all see it. I mean, once you know what to where to look, it's it's there. It's obvious. You see it. Is it, is it moving? Doesn't what is that? To, to get a, a better idea, you feel like you might have to move a little closer. Definitely doing that. Okay. Move closer. Wait, wait. Just do we want to let? Do we? Okay. <laughs> But what if we like we have a dance party? We twirly world near it, so it just thinks we're dancing. It doesn't know we're getting close to look at it. That was just full of good ideas. So I just pick up Tootie and I start spinning him around and we're dancing. <laughs> I play along. I, start, <laughs> I twirl over to it. As you twirl over to it, eventually you kind of break through the underbrush. And it's a, a small clearing, and you can see there's a couple of trees. And kind of looking at it, they look like they've been laying there for a while, kind of partially kind of rotted out. You can see clean cuts on it. These were cut down with intention. But the white thing you see is there's all of these large mushrooms growing all over it. Um, it's big, stark white um but as you see it, like all over the caps, there's strange lettering carved into it. Oh, well, that's not normal for a mushroom. I'm going to attempt to read it. It says something. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, if you want to read it, I want one of those smarty smart tests. Um, give me an education test. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. This character sheet uses the new format of all the skills being in alphabetical order. Uh, and I'm used to the old format where they were grouped by attribute. So, uh, yeah, you you can't make it out. Like, you're super... Like, I'm not even sure you knew how to read beforehand. Well, I think it may not have been because of how many of it's been eaten already, but... I think it says, eat me. Mm, I knew that. I'm I'm good at following instructions. Uh, but don't we have to wait until the caps turn red? Mm. 
It's only if you want to cook them, I'm pretty sure. The beast dead rats? I think you can just eat them raw. I'll eat pretty much anything. I believe it. I know so. One time, I ate half a canoe on a day. Oh, yeah, if you stir them up in lemon juice, it, it's easier on your stomach. Mm. So, I mean, are you, you eating these random mushrooms? He's already eaten two, just for me, like, jerking around. <laughs> give, me, give me a toughness test. I do have a cast iron stomach if that plays into it. Uh, yes, why not? I can eat anything. That's my Reason. ogre ancestral trait. Okay, yes, you consume... These random ass mushrooms. <laughs> it's the best trade ever. Eat anything. You find <laughs> in the woods. And for you, they are delicious. They're wonderful. I'm going to make sure to everybody else how delicious they are. Now you, you should see, have some. You see, like we said before, like we've previously established, the brain box is actually in their stomach. Right. And He's analyzing the mushrooms, and I'm going to analyze his state of being, and then we'll find out if it's safe for the rest of us. So I'm going to observe him for the next few minutes. Yeah, we're going to have to see if there's any output to be read. No. I start. I take out these calipers and like measure his measure his stomach, and I uh, uh, I take out this like um, chicken I've been keeping in a basket, and I put it under his arm, and I say, "Okay, now." Turn around three times and hop up and down. All right. Uh, give me a heel test. This, this is my favorite part of the process. I would also like to point out, I see that you're all rolling these very basic ass dice when you could be rolling very fancy looking dice. Those are super, I don't like those. Uh, if you click on little settings gear cogs in the very top right, Mm -hmm. You go down to configure settings. Mm -hmm. and then you What's the difficulty? Module settings standard. Uh, then you can expand dice so nice. Go to my dice settings. And you can, uh, you know, make your dice look really cool. Oh, I, I, I succeeded. Uh, yeah, if anyone else would have eaten these, they would have definitely gotten sick. These are poisonous for sure mm. hmm. well by the substantial increase in girth around his navel and oh hey nope that that's that's good so um it would not be safe for anyone else to eat it's probably not going to be safe for us in about like three hours to breathe around it either. Uh. So I would not recommend eating it unless your name's Facco. So yeah. Uh, while, uh, while, while this is happening, I'm not bright enough to not avoid the white thing. So I'm going to walk up to it. Yeah. and uh, try and figure out what the hell it is. Yeah, give me an education test. 
amazing because I'm super smart. Super smart. So it's going to go really well. So another rule thing we can point out here is that uh, <laughs> 1090 did, over 30. You did real bad. Uh, yeah. Also, you can see that education has a little asterisk next to it. There are some skills that you need to be trained in to have a, a decent chance at. Mm. Uh, and that's shown by that asterisk. What happened is you did a flip to fail. Um, you rolled a 90. In this case, it's a 90. But um, pretty much what it means is you take the two numbers you got and you have to flip them to whatever's the worst. So if you would have rolled a 14. A 9. Yeah. Or nine. Case. if you would have rolled a nine, it would have flipped to 90. If you rolled a 14, those numbers would flip and it would go to 41. Got it. So, but for, for like one of these asterisk, like skilled things. Yeah. Okay. For any Thank of you. the ones with the asterisk, unless you've got some skill in it. Actually, I've looked I, at your sheet. I may see you over there thinking real hard about whatever this white box is. And perhaps I will come help you think about this white box. Thing. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Meg, <laughs> as you're trying to 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 trans figure out what it says, uh, all of a sudden it dawns on you like this doesn't say anything. It, obviously, a small gang of chickens was hanging out up here, and it's that just a bunch of chicken scratches. Only explanation. Yeah. And and that's what I will share with Steve. Like this is just somebody's chains got loose. All right. Wait a minute. I'm gonna we'll, take a chicken. We'll double check. Two. We'll double check. We'll double check the scratch. Are hey, you chicken? There's actually you know him's what wrote this. I'm gonna interrogate the chicken. There's no. I'll chickens. give it a thought. Do you have a chicken? Yeah, Tony oh. put it in my arms early when he was doing his investigating. Oh, that's right. Are a old chicken. <laughs> you gonna tell me what you know about this? The chicken knows nothing. Uh, Steve, you, however, passed. You needed Just to barely. get 49 or less, and you got 49 on the dot. Um, a wild. It is a very, very ancient uh, kind of runic alphabet. Um, you've got some familiarity. Maybe you've got some notes in some book or something like that. Uh, the the thing that really catches you is when this this written language, its phrasing, its lettering, it was not the same as you know how you form sentences and words. Like the the difference in uh, between like Spanish and English, so it's, things are placed a little differently. Uh, and this is using this kind of runic style alphabet, but the it's written like you would in your own common language here. Uh, but it has a, a little warning uh, that you can kind of make out. Not all of it, because a chunk of it has been consumed um, by Thacko. Probably not an important part, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Once again, this is what I get for writing things. While under the effects of medication. Ah, yes. You enter the realm of the wood goblins. Turn back while. But the rest has been consumed. Well, that doesn't sound important. 
Oh, wait, what's that? We're by the Wood Goblins place and they want us to go away, I think. But we came here to go there, so... Well, no. isn't, isn't, we, isn't we supposed to be here? Hey, Meg, why didn't we come here? Get cookies. Yeah, Take you cookies. said something something about cookies. My aunt makes really great cookies. You know those cookies that you love? Yeah. Those are from my aunt. And what? she's right. gone missing. And well, let's go find you out. Yeah. I'll murder him, Tuka. <laughs> I'll murder him good. Yeah, because if she's gone, so are the cookies. Wait, what if these goblins, they're using like that reverse physiology. They're saying don't go when we should go. Yeah. Did the goblin take her? Uh, That's what my uncle said. We'll know if we find goblins with cookies. All right, let's go. Right. You all get back on the road and you finally make it to Grubach. Uh Meg, you're very familiar with this town. You know, you've spent many a summers here in your youth um, eating your great aunt's cookies, helping out at the general store. Um, you know, uh, like any town village of this size, it's got your standards. It's got your temple, your church. It's got a tavern. It's got uh, the general store, which is, of course, where you're familiar with and where your uncle is. You've got a butcher and a smoke shop, Cooper, Carpenter, Wheeler. I mean, anything you want. Smithy, cobbler, barber, surgeon, bathhouse, tanner. Uh, yeah, the full run of the gambit. And as you move into town, you can see that there's people walking around. Yeah. Uh, maybe every now and then you see someone you might recognize. Uh, everyone is walking in at least a pair. Some are larger groups moving from building to building. Uh, but you know which direction to go to get to your uncle's general store. So what do you all want to do? Lead us to the general store unless there's uh, anything else anyone wants. Or- Wait. We're we're in the main thoroughfare. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Perhaps they have tacos. Uh, I need you to give me a coordination <laughs> test. You know it thunders every time you say that, Tootie. Don't tempt the go as if fucking. What's the difficulty? You. Uh <laughs> Hang on a second. I cover his mouth so he can't speak no more. I know how this goes. Arduous. He didn't mean nothing by it. How the fuck? <laughs> Success Did with you a pass. <laughs> Amazing. As you're Best. walking along, looking for a taco cart, all of a sudden, in one of the buildings, uh, a taller building, maybe the mill or something like that, uh, a very large rock falls off the top of it and almost crushes you to death. But you're able to, you see it and you leap out of the way. Uh, but sadly, you don't see any taco carts. Boy, you're almost turned into a tortilla right there. But <laughs> I mean... What's the arm and wandering? That is fair. 
I'm normally all for finding food, but if there's one thing I know, you don't ask for tacos because the gods hate it. Okay. Now, that's like the third time you've nearly died searching for them. If it ever does squish you, I'm going to eat you. I mean, he's basically just a taco then, a skin taco. Uh, yeah, I mean, just oh. just put me remains in the, in the tortilla, make sure you eat me on the street. Right. No cilantro <laughs> there because it tastes like soap. <laughs> one of them super tasters. It's one, yeah, yeah. Well, um, should we go to the general store? Right. <laughs> Is that where we were headed? I think so. I mean, almost. You all make it to the general store. Meg, you know this. You walk in, and immediately as you walk in, you get the standard greeting. Uh, oh, hello, welcome. Oh, shit, Meg! As you see your uncle, you know. Uh, he's maybe yeah, pushing were... 60 at this point he comes around big hug oh man yeah, you got my letter definitely kind of lift him up a little oh yeah yeah you <laughs> easily give him a little lift and spin uh little twirl as uh oh you're stronger than ever it's good to see you meg oh it's good to see you because these are my friends they're oh. hungry. Do you have anything to eat? Hello. Okay. Well, greetings. Yes. Greetings. I am insert uncle's name, which I totally didn't forget. Milo. <laughs> Milo. Yes. Uh, oh, I'll I'm... never forget my new best food. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I've. We've got plenty of food. Um, he uh, pulls out some, you know, some goods. He's like, I've got some. Eyes that just came out of the oven a little bit ago. We've got, uh, you know, some stew from last night. I'd happy to put the pot back on the fire and warm it up for you. Like all these out of his pocket somehow. You just out of his pocket. Just these big three course meals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. But no cookies. We we can eat. Uh, yes. So yeah, he loads you up food. You do notice there is a lack of cookies being offered. Breaks Mike's heart a little, mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> I, I must admit, like, I'm going to be starving and this meal will be incomplete until I find cookies. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry too. about that. Uh, my mother, Elena, of course, Meg, you know, she makes the best cookies in the entire world. But I just, I can't, since she's been missing, I just don't have the heart to make cookies while she's gone. Uh, I'm afraid that I, until she's returned home, I may never make cookies again. Is there someone who'd want to kill her for her cookies? No. Or for any uncookie related reason, even. <laughs> no, I mean, well, you know, your great aunt, she, she retired from the store. Uh, handful of years ago and all she's been doing here recently is baking cookies and she's got her little garden out back that she you know uh that she tends so she just gardens and bakes and those other people that went missing were they part of a baking club together or no anything? no no it's 
it it's really weird. I mean, you know, small town. We all know each other. That's everyone knows everyone. But uh, so far, uh, you're welcome, Jeff. I could go for some cookies too. Damn. Right. I assume it was probably the family out on Pepper Peak Farms came in. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it seems to be unconnected. So like there was, uh, you know, Boris, uh, you know, he was about your age. Uh, he went missing. Oh God, it must have been like three months ago. And then well, the first one who went missing was Dimitri. Um, yeah, that was about eight months ago. Then, of course, Elena, that's seven months ago. She was the second one. Uh, your aunt was the second one to go missing. Uh, and then Yelena, not Elena, uh, about five months ago. Um, and I got to tell you, town's suffering from her being gone almost as much as your aunt being gone because she was the brewer at the tavern. And I got to tell you, her husband just... He can't brew like she can. The beer quality is just taking a nosedive. Wait, no cookies. I know beer. Well, no cookies and really weak, lame beer. That's like the same it's as a, no beer. A step above tea. I told I you like we tea. had to save this town. Yeah. I fucking then, kill a man makes me drink tea. It was Olga. Oh, poor Olga. So young. She went missing about three months ago. She um and then actually she went missing at the same time as boris they both went missing the same night uh and then finally there was gregory he went missing about a month ago yeah they like uh, doing something when they went missing well i mean each of them were doing something different i mean so like and I'm going to be, as I'm explaining this, oh. I'll be typing up a handout for you all to kind of keep track of this. Because I know I can okay. keep track. Uh, so, yeah, Boris, you know, he was the gong farmer. Um, he went missing, like I said, three months ago. Uh, and it was actually... Um, it was his early morning rounds let me double check my notes come on notes don't fuck me up yeah yeah it was it was late night uh after his rounds and um hang on a second and there we go look at you typing fast as oh, all right mm. i'm hearing monk said a lot I'm hearing nights said a lot. Uh, but yeah, so three months ago, he went missing the same night as uh, as Olga. Uh, now, it was real weird when your, when your aunt went missing. It was in the early morning. She got up real early to go tend to her garden. Um things it weird some of the, the disappearances are weird so like with your aunt like some of her gardening supplies were gone too oh snap hmm. there's another jeff now we have to differentiate the two jeffs now there's jeff and old jeff uh so what up jeff how's it going but yeah some of her supplies were missing 
Um, and then, uh, oh God, who else? It was Dimitri, like I said, about eight months ago. He was the woodsman. He just went out for his rounds one night or one day and he just never came back that evening. There's no sign of him. Um, then it would have been, uh, so sorry, DM. Yeah. Who was the woodsman? Oh, the woodsman. That was, uh, Dimitri. I, yeah. Dimitri. Thank you so much. I started this, uh, so wait, uh, almost everyone's going to know Sefi, a great aunt who has weird gardening stuff. What somebody took. So I'm thinking we got a bunch of midnight snackers, except she's trying to make them get healthy, right? Uh, and they're like, no, we don't want your health food. Uh, we want your cookies. Oh, hang on. That was the wrong one. So they ruined oh. the garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so little, far. Do, little do they know that cookies is good for you. <laughs> right, okay. exactly. Uh, it was made with just ginger. popped up on all of your screens, just titled Missing. If you hover yeah. over it, you can click the edit button. Only one of you can be editing this at a time. Uh, but if you all want a place where you can edit and everyone else can see. Uh, so, yeah. Move my keyboard. It's in the way. So, how you been getting on without your, your gong being formed? Uh, people have been picking up the slack, but it's... Um... It's not pleasant. You know, Boris, he had that injury as a kid, so his nose didn't really work. Kind of made him a shoe-in for the job. Um, so it's been rough. People have been helping out. But yeah. So yeah, first to go missing was Dimitri. He's, you know, the woodsman. Eight months ago. And uh, yeah, he just went out for his shift during the day, and he just never came home. Uh, after that, of course, was your aunt. Early morning. Uh, it, no signs. Has, some of her gardening stuff was missing. Has it really been seven months yeah. since we've had ourselves a decent cookie? That's probably believe it. Longer. I don't even know how you live that life anymore. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, the gong farming is one thing, but the cookies is... The gong farm has only been gone three months, even. I mean... Some people I've come across in my days some very strange things, and some people that's only needing to go to the restroom once or twice. They didn't live here much longer, though. So, uh, yeah, after well, the gong farmer, he was he was a weird one. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting my things. It's been so crazy here. Yelena was the third one to go missing. And she was working late night in the brewery. Now, the thing when she went missing is in the morning when her husband went in, a bunch of her brewery supplies, like a barrel and a bunch of her stuff was missing. But then there was all of these weird like letters carved over a couple of the barrels. Um, and then was your... Uh, let's see. 
five. And then it would have been Olga and Boris. They both went missing the same night. Now, the weird thing is, is Boris the gong farmer and Olga was our midwife. Now, yeah. Do you have an astrologer in the village? Uh, closest we've got is the priest at the church. Mm, no, no, thank you. Well, do you think they would know what stage the moon was in when uh, they was taken? Like, perhaps they operate only when it's, like, gibbous. I don't think any monkeys were involved. Right. Oh. But if they was, I'll kill the monkey. Well, I mean, oh. it was at different times of the month, too. Like, I don't oh, think okay. it was, yeah. Perhaps they have a waning interest in astrology then. Oh my gosh. Make a coordination test. <laughs> I'm joking. You don't have to. <laughs> so yeah, Boris and uh, Olga went missing the same night. Now the thing is with Olga, none of her stuff was missing. There was none of those weird letters. But with Boris at his little shack, like some of his shovels were missing and there were some weird letters on some of his stuff. Hey, what if them letters is similar as them um, mushrooms, right? What they say? They said it was like some strange letters. We found some strange letters. And like Steve was real smart and whatnot. Mm, do we still have the letters? Uh, I don't think you took them off the mushroom. Now, if you're wanting, if you say this out loud, like... Well, we still have, if you want to go to Boris's shack, uh, there's still some of the letterings because they put them on like his door and stuff. Yeah, let's go take a look. Well, real quick, you want to know about the last person? I guess so. It was about a month ago. It was Grigori. Uh, and it was kind of the same thing. Early morning, he's our carpenter. He was doing some repairs. Uh, and he went missing, and the scaffolding was, uh, there was some of them strange letters, and a bunch of his tools were missing. Hmm. Gone tools, shovels. I mean, sounds like that's where we gotta start. Sure. Uh, so, you've got some information. You did mention checking out the gong farmer shack to see if, because he did mention some of those strange letters were still on the door. Yeah, we should take a look at that. Sure. Uh, Meg, um, you would know well enough where the gong farmer shack is. Uh, it wasn't Boris doing it last time you were here, but I mean, it's still the same shack. They put the smelly person in town in this shack. To, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and sure enough, as you show up, there's just like a couple, like looks like a couple sentences carved crudely on the door. It has been like three months or so. So, it, you know, it's not fresh. The It's given enough time for the weather to kind of fade the new cut so it, you know, doesn't stand out. Um, but uh, Steve, I do, if you want to read this, I am going to make you roll for me again, but it's going to be a lot easier this time. Um, let's All go right. with a, let's go with an easy test. All right. That will hopefully help me out. Ooh, no, it did not. 
Yeah, some of these letters, it's not quite as clean cut as they were in the mushrooms. Um, do you, something we didn't bring up before, there's these things called fortune points. Uh, there's five of them right now. And yeah. you can use fortune points to do a reroll as long as, uh, you know, it's not a critical. So yeah, I think I might. Okay. You, How do you get fortune points? What's that? Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. No, it's fine. Did I talk over it that way? I feel like a man. What'd you do? Um, you 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 start off with so many, and there's some here on the map, I think. Right? Uh, do you see it? There's a box uh, kind of towards the called Fortune something. It's supposed to be Fortune Tracker. Um, yeah. And the whole group gets that, that, and anyone can take from it. And when we use it, it goes to the GM. Okay. And how do you re-up it? Uh, so they bounce back and forth. So when yes. we use he one, uses. he gets one. When he uses one, it comes back. Yeah. So you can use fortune points for rerolls and a bunch of other stuff in like combat. And there's some other situations. Uh, and then when you use them, they become misfortune points, which I can use for the exact same thing against all of you. But then right. when I use it, it goes back to fortune points. Yeah. So, so you get like a little bit of, you know, back and forth. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Uh, so yeah, there, Steve. You use a fortune point, you re-roll, you get a 37. Nice. The, it says, for the realm of the wood goblins, we claim the meat inside for our great kingdom. The meat inside of what? There's no other context to it. Okay. Goblins, there's no meat and cookies. No, there isn't. Uh, there's no meat and beer either that I'm aware of. Well, I think it's fairly obvious that what we need to do is to go goblins. to the Goblin Kingdom. Right. And I'm sure if we show a flag of parlay, uh, they'll let us in and we'll talk things over and I think they want meat, not parsley. Yeah, I mean, perhaps, perhaps we can have something set up where whoever's ranching some cattle here can give uh, something to the goblins and whatever the goblins farm or ranch or whatever they do, perhaps it can be used by the settlement. Hmm. So, and then, yeah. you know, we'll go to the pub, have a few drinks, have a few cookies, and we'll call it a day. Right. Sounds familiar. You always have the best plans. Let's call this Operation Cool Ranch. <laughs> All right, commence with Operation Cool Ranch. Right. Or as they say where I'm from, Cool American. I'm gonna pretend I get that. <laughs> so yeah, you're having this conversation out of the gong farmer shack. Um, 
smells so bad in here, guys. Can we talk outside? It does. It smells terrible. I guess. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. Ah. All right. Um, anyone here know how to track goblins? Well, earlier they said... Mill's been killing them like a lot. Ooh, that would put a damper on relations. That's what I was thinking. What? Really we bring to him us. to them and say, hey, we don't even know this asshole. We just used him to get to you. But now that we found you, fuck him. <laughs> I'll do anything for cookies. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, for, uh, earlier, there was that thing that said, go no further, otherwise you're in the Goblin Kingdom. Beware, whatever. We should go there. So I'm going to say that your uncle kind of followed you there. You know, he just wants to catch up. He's like, well, if you're wanting to find where they're at, the person who would know best would be Emil. But he's not in town right now. He probably won't be back till tomorrow, day after. Mm. Out killing wood goblins. Well, he always would. He was our huntsman, so he would always be out for... Yeah, you know, a week or two at a time. He had a little, uh, you know, little cabin, about a day's travel outside of town that he would stay at while he was hunting, and then he would bring what he got back. Um, he still goes out and he still hunts for the town and brings back meat, uh, pelts, stuff like that. But, um, you know, if you want anyone who has any kind of idea on where they might be at, it probably would be a meal. Mm. That checks out, yeah. So what should we do in the meantime while we wait for Emil to get back? I mean, I said it before and I'll say it again. We should, um, to move the investigation further, visit this great aunt's house because those two is what was missing. Maybe there's more letters. Maybe there's cookies left in the pantry. Mm. You know what? Is he getting getting back around sundown, you think? Well, I mean... He's. It's never a real set schedule. I mean, mm. we think he should be in, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow during the day. Uh, Perhaps we should invite him for dinner. That way, we can have a meal with a meal. That checks out. I mean, I don't know if you can turn that down. I don't know how you could. Yeah. Okay, so you all just gonna wait it out for a meal to show up so you can invite him. To no, dinner? we're gonna. We're also going to check the ant's house sure. in the meantime for some really sure. Uh So investigations. <laughs> the general. Also, probably go to Gregory's, right? Because he was the most recent one missing. Mm-hmm. He, he was the carpenter, yeah. Yeah, and he had tools missing too, just like Aunt Elena. He did. Maybe his place first, then your great aunt's, because then we got a place to crash. Yes, it's it's not breaking in because you're family. Yes, it's just visiting. Right. Legitimate visiting. That's great. I miss that campaign. That Why does fun. that sound so ominous? <laughs> 
<laughs> we we started a very short campaign. We only got to play one session where we were a part of kind of like a little mercenary group called Legitimate Bastards. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Such a fun name. Candleman. Candleman. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. Uh, anyway, where are you going? Gregory's first. Sure. You swing by him. Um, so, in this little town, the carpenter, Gregory, uh, there's this large kind of, it looks like it was probably a barn at some point, but the cooper, the wheeler, and the carpenter all kind of set up shop there. That way they could kind of, you know, share some tools here and there. The Plenty of woodworking going on. Um, but yeah, as you... As you roll up, you can see it's a relatively busy day. You can see the wheeler out there working on some big old wagon wheels. Cooper is um, carving down some planks, getting them on the steam. That way you can make some barrels. Um, you approach and um, let's just do this. Uh, we'll say that the wheeler is actually, um, you've met him before, Meg. I was like, ah, oh, that little Meg. Meg, how are you doing? My name is, of course, you will remember, is uh, Carson Cooper the Cooper. <laughs> Carson. Oh, it's so good to see you. It's, how are you? I am well enough given everything that's going on around here. Uh, yes, yeah, so your brewer is gone, your baker is gone, your gong farmer is gone. Yeah. Carpenter friend, he's gone as well. Because the cookies, he left or did something else happen to him? Uh, Some of them wood goblins, they done took him. Took him in the night, I think, or the, I forget what that wrote down, the early morning. He always showed up earlier than the rest of us did. I don't know if you remember, but he had uh, a weak constitution. He did not drink so much. So he, he tended to get an earlier start on the day. Mm. And when I showed up in the morning, sure enough, he was gone. His axes and his hammers, his nails, all gone. And uh, some of his had several large planks of wood that were gone as well. And there is all these strange runes carved around his work wow. area. As we've been investigating the case, we've determined to call that chicken scratch. It looked like chicken scratch. It really did. I don't read so well. That is why I picked to work on wheels. It's the one letter that I recognized. Oh. Echo, bring the chicken over. <laughs> yeah, at this point, uh, Steve, I'm not going to make you roll. You've you've successfully oh, yes. translated two of these. Uh, and you read it. It's very similar. Uh, I know, for the glory that. of the wood goblins, we claim this meat to build our realm. Think like, about meat again. Gosh darn. These guys must be hungry. Just a minute. There's no meat here. Uh, there's no meat here. It's um 
You know, the FDA comes in and they check our sawdust measurements to make sure it's not being padded into food. So yeah. there's no food allowed here in the shop. Look, I'm not going to say I have or have not eaten a person, but I will confirm that there is, in fact, meat on the human body. <laughs> I would agree with that. I've only eaten the round part and uh, just the one time. And uh, other than that, I can confirm everyone has meat like any other game animal. It's true, but they're not really compatible with each other. Which So if, well, if you lose a chunk out of your arm, you can't replace it with a chunk of arm out of a cow. It's, it's not possible. I've tried many times. That's what the sauce is for. You're learned in the healing ways. That is good. Uh, but I am not. I've never tried to replace. I did try to replace my pinky toe one time. And he kind of plops down and he kicks his shoe off. And you can see he's just missing a big chunk of his foot. A wheel done got away from me. It was a really bad day that day. Oh, gosh. It's your fault, Adam. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, God. Yes, I tried to replace it with, you know, a nail and some wood, and I whittled it down to shape, and then they hammered it in. It just made things worse. Oh, God. Getting, like, fandom pains. That sounds really stupid. It's yes. obvious that they are claiming people and using them as meat. So we need to find them an alternative source of meat. I like duck. Yeah, me too. Give them duck. Perhaps we feed them sawdust. I listen, you cannot say that here. Listen, if there's any FDA agents listening, there is no sawdust being used for food here. Well, I'm pretty sure that we have a good idea. Yeah, good to finish to it. Anyway. What's happening? I don't know. You came and talked to me. I have to get back to making this wheel. There's wood goblins and they're there taking are. the meat. So, do you think there's anything else we should be doing, folks, before... Um, a meal comes back. Oh, you're waiting on the meal. Yes. Yes, I think according to my calendar, which I don't actually keep because I don't let her so well. It's very hard to keep a calendar with all O's. But uh, it should be back either late tonight or early tomorrow morning. Yeah, I mean, really at the end of the day, we're just trying to find the wood goblins, I think. Well, you know, that. I, if you I, could just direct us to the nearest wood goblin. I do not know. You need to talk yes. to Emil. He'll be the one who uh, can tell you about that. Earlier, we found we found something that said, step no further. This is territory of the goblins. Let's go there. Oh, that's true. I mean, if you want, I'm not going to stop you. Meg, you should not go, though. No. I mean, what, what was the importance of investigating the Grand, Great Aunt's house? 
I mean, you know. just because I think if you go, the, the wood goblins will eat you all, and I think you're a pretty all right person, and I've seen a few of your fights. It would be a shame to lose a solid member of our little village. You don't think I could take the wood goblins? Listen, well, now that you put it like that, <laughs> I guess I wasn't. Usually the good, you know, the people, the fighting aren't as good as fighting. Okay, you win. I'm taking and some of sawdust with me, though. Gives, gives him a little, like, friendly punch on the chin like we did when we were kids. <laughs> I'm lucky I promise I still have this won't chin. be used for food. <clears throat> yeah, what are you doing? You got to go now. You've well overstayed welcome. There's no food sawdust. I don't know why you keep saying it. Don't look at my bread. <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely like stuffing my pockets with sawdust. Oh my gosh! No, Adam, it's not that I didn't like two D twenty. It's that I didn't get the goddamn joke until after I made the overlay. <laughs> ah. Sometimes, uh, if you eat sawdust, it's kind of like brushing your teeth if you don't have a toothbrush because it gets in everywhere. Sounds like a good way to get splinters on your tongue. Details. All right. Well, I will not keep you any further. I... So, are we just going to wait around? Are Thanks we gonna... for teaching me about my O's. You're welcome. Remember. Oh! Right. Right. Yeah, that checks out. Right, let's go investigate. Um, let's do some legitimate visiting. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you head over to the, um, back to the general store, because in the, the back kind of garden area, there's a, well, I don't remember what they call it, like a mother-in-law suite or whatever it is, a little mini house they build out back, and that's where your aunt lives. Um, you can see the garden is overgrown with weeds. Hasn't been tended to properly. Um, but uh, yeah, there's her little house there. It's not locked because in small towns like this, apparently no one locks their doors. Sure. Do you head in? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It is and, uh... dusty. It is, you know, looks like. Um, It's just interrupted. Uh, you can see that there is the remains of like a breakfast. Uh, it looks like it was a little cup of tea with the bag in it that the fluids all completely dried out. So it's just the, you know, the residue left behind of the tea. Um, you see the pantry and you know, in the pantry is where she kept the cookies. I mean, she was right. You get first dibs on investigation, I suppose. I'm going to investigate these eggs. You investigate the seven-month-old eggs, and they are exactly <laughs> stomach. what you expect. Um, was someone looking in the pantry for cookies? Oh, yes, yes. 2D is going straight there. Okay. It's, 
it's not a matter of are there cookies because there are it's a matter of are there cookies that have not turned into hockey pucks um, <laughs> you could still eat them yes that's fine they're that good <laughs> yeah. are, are there cookies satisfactory for everyone else in the party so that's what we got to find out so tootie you're the one who went to go check first we're gonna just we're gonna do this uh 50 50 high or low low uh 70 you find that there is a jar a cookie jar on the shelf you open it up it smells like cinnamon and nutmeg uh, just absolutely wonderful fall themed cookies and you reach in and you grab one and it has dried and hardened so much that you feel very comfortable that you could use them to sharpen your knives for surgery like perhaps there's a backup cookie jar you know like there's the one that people know where it's at and then there's one like i know where it's at if you want to look for a backup Just, cookie jar yeah Ma meg's gonna look for the backup <laughs> all right meg, this is gonna be even rough because meg you would know where the backup cookie jar is meg high or low high so I am going to adjust this. You need to hit 75 or above. I'm going to roll a percentile. If it's 75 or above, the backup cookie jar still has edible cookies. I rolled a 47. Oh. Same deal. These were probably chocolate chip. Um, oh, man. And they I don't are, want to live in this world anymore. Just <laughs> I don't even hard. see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> <laughs> I There's feel very bad in this for, that for a while. <laughs> and it'll get soft. Eventually. <laughs> gotta just hold it there for a while. Well, it's it, it just adds to the flavor. These are like day-long <laughs> cookies. Yeah, it's magic. Anyway, sadly, other than for Thacko, there are no edible cookies. There are Prop ingredients properly stored to make cookies. Well, that's not happening. Uh, I don't know how. Is there a recipe book or is this the, the family secret recipe? We have to find my aunt. It's sort of, I mean, it's not the same. I mean, like, I'd feel a lot more motivated if I had some cookies in me already, but I'll be motivated <laughs> for all of you. Come on in. I mean, if let's you see how motivated Thacko is, and he's got cookies in him. Let's just go. We don't need to frame my mouth. We don't need to wait for a meal. For all right, fine. So we're gonna we're gonna do a small time jump just to move things along. Cookie bankrupt lies. You're all sitting around this <laughs> table watching Thacko slowly dissolve these rock hard cookies in his mouth. The sun is set and you didn't even realize it. Like I'm thinking real hard, like imagine. 
If I can eat those cookies. Yeah, but it's it's oh, actually it's so this jealous. one's mostly soft now. If you want it, you all start hearing some commotion outside. The window we can look at. Uh, yeah, there's a window you can look at. You can see that kind of in the town square, there is a fire, uh, decent sized fire. It is a fire that they made, like a big campfire, like a pyre. Uh, oh. You can see there is the village uh, priest standing, leading a very loud, energetic prayer. Uh, you can see a bunch of the villagers kind of standing around it. Uh, and you can see that there is a rough looking man furs with this big longbow strapped across his back as you're, he's shown up early and made a campfire in the middle of town, a very large campfire. Uh, I think that's a meal. It's nice of him to announce himself for everyone to see. Yeah, that is a meal. You would recognize him, yeah. At least it's not a snack. I have a meal? <laughs> I do. Ciao. There you go. Um, yeah, what do you all do? Push Meg out the door. It's time to go. Let's talk to that guy. There's cookies to be had. Yeah. You all head out. As you're approaching, why don't each of you give me a, an awareness test? Standard. Standard difficulty, yeah. Oh, Jesus, cat. All right. Meg, you did a bad Wow, job. critical success there. Wow. Nice. Passed it. Thacko, you failed. And 2D20, you critically succeed. Yeah. As you're all moving Woo. up, um, those of you who passed, which looks like it would just be Steve. And 2D, I'm going to give you more information, but you're included in this. You see that there is a small dark form and there's like the smell of like burning hair coming from this fire. And Tootie, you see that it is some kind of strange, short, beast-looking humanoid creature. Uh, as you all kind of approach, you hear this the preacher, this loud sermon that he's giving, talking about, you know, another one of the foul beasts is being sent back with hellfire. What do y'all want to do? Hey, you see that thing he's got on the fire there? Is that one of the chicken scratchers? Could be. Ooh. Any idea what a wood goblin looks like? Um, right off the bat, until you got that letter, you've never actually heard of a wood goblin before. Go, 
Go say hi, Meg. I'm going to go look at this reported wood okay. cap one. Okay. Okay. So Meg kind of yeah. walks up a little tentatively. Tootie, should we be dancing so they don't think we're paying attention? Uh, May as well. Weird for Nuguel last time. So, Meg, yeah, you walk up to Emil. He kind of just yeah. gives a gruff nod at you. It's obvious that uh, he, he doesn't recognize you. Um, just how he doesn't kind of respond to you. Uh, there you go. Got another hey, one. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm Alina's niece and uh, my laws as well. Ah, yeah, I remember you, a strong one. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, uh, I, I've heard you've been clearing out the woods of wood goblins. Is that what Wait, this is? That's one right there. How morning. alive does this thing look? Oh, super, it does not look like it's laying there, charring, burning on the fire. Oh Jesus! Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, he's right. like, I shot it this morning, brought it back. Uh you know, priest says the only way to make sure they stay dead is to burn them to ash and then smash the charred bone that remains. So you've been doing this for all the ones you killed? Have you considered eating them? I would not consider eating them. This is the fifth one I've killed. Huh. You see, like, yeah, just one of them at a time, or? Yeah, I've never come across a group of them before. Tell me something. This. Have you ever had someone perform any sort of autopsy on them? No. Do you mind if I creatures. do that before you finish? I mean, as long as it gets burnt and destroyed at some point, but you're going to agitate the priest something fierce if you interrupt him at this point. Oh. I was hoping I could learn something about them before we went to, to see them. Uh, it's no skin off my back. I don't think it's going to get back up, but... I don't think the priest is going to let you. Oh, see no priest here. He, he points out at the very large, ornately dressed priest standing by the fire, leading a very loud and energetic sermon to all the people kind of gathering around. Uh, oh, kind of during this conversation, he's loud enough to the point that you all would have to be really speaking up to hear each other, even if you're just standing a few feet from each other. Oh, that's what all the ruckus is. I fucking hate priests. Surprised you didn't notice. I had a bad experience as a child. Now, you you find them during the day. Is that because they're sleeping during the day, or well, do you wait for one to wander off by itself? Uh, this one I found in the early hours this morning. I've gotten. One at night, but you can see from their fur, it's very dark. Like this thing's got like very dark, almost jet black fur. Um, and let me go ahead. I've only shown this to Dan because Dan said he was going up to look at it initially. But yeah, let me show it to everyone at this point. What if, look, 
we go and we distract the priest or Tootie does his business. I mean, if that's what you want to do, and that if that is what you want to do, uh, you just would need to give me a roll for it uh, to distract him. This will be a fellowship based roll. Um, um, however, roll. you want to play it, or if you've got another idea, I'm happy to hear it. Oh, I'm not thinking it through. Let me uh, take a look here because I believe it or not, this is actually what I'm good at, just not me in real life. I might have been looking in your direction, Steve. But, uh, oh, Father, I've been having terrible thoughts, just awful thoughts about things and stuff. And Steve's been trying to put me on the straight and narrow, but I don't know if Steve is tricking me into doing bad things or if he's actually my guardian angel. I could be both. Uh, so if you're trying to do this, I'm going to want a, a guile test. Okay. What is his um, social class? Highborn. Okay. Because I'm willing to, to take this up as, you know, the, what I've been telling him to do and stuff. Okay. So how are you playing this out? Well, while they're doing that, I'm going to kind of sneak over and see if there's any parts I can snatch to take apart from the... Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Definitely want to, like, act it out a little bit. All right. I'll roll my guile at standard and then let Dan... Or unless you want a different... Uh, so you're you're pulling this guile test on him to try and get him to pay attention. Dan, run me through what you're doing again in this. I'm, he's, you know, painted me as being as, like, a guardian angel of sorts, so I figure I'm just kind of act out a little bit here, so he's got his eyes on me. I'm having bad thoughts. Just fucking whatever like pay attention to me yeah. you piece of shit pay no attention to anything else it's what. me let's do this as an assist I think is the way to do this um, Dan I want you to roll guile Jeremy I want you to roll me a d10 okay So, oh snap, there's a Bert. Hey, Bert. Super good. Okay, so Dan, on your own, you got a success with the 27. Uh, so, Meg, on. So, the way an assist works, rolls in this system is whoever is doing the primary lifting on the skill test rolls it, and the other person rolls a D10. Just a single die. And you get to pick whichever of those 10 dies is better. So Dan rolled a 27, but Jeremy rolled a 10, which means that uh, Steve there gets to change his 27 into a 17, which, you know, still a success. Yeah. If you had, uh, if it worked out, you can sometimes get like a critical success out of it. Oh, dope. Yeah. Like if I rolled a. Okay. 32 and he got a 20. So yeah, the two of you are working together and the priest was eventually trying to ignore you two, but this talk of devils and voices and 
a guardian angel has really pulled him off uh leaving 2d uh you're free to take a look at this uh meg you're there with 2d um i want a heal test to what exactly were you looking for on this again uh well how is this body what condition is it in like it actually it... it looks like it was just maybe thrown on the fire like maybe 15 minutes ago so a lot of the fur is charred off at this point but other than that it's still in pretty good shape oh well then yeah i'm gonna try and um drag it off of the fire just a little bit and like vivisect it in order to get it open and just see what's in there. Uh, I uh, help with pulling it off. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, this will be a coordination test to pull it off without hurting yourself. Um, so why don't we do... Uh, 2D, you're going to roll me a coordination, and Meg, you're going to roll me a D10 as the two of you work together to yoink this wood goblin. This thing looks like it's maybe like three feet tall. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Got a six on my D10. Okay. So it looks like 2D is going to pass on his own. If we used Meg six, that would make it a 60, which is a fail. But the two of you work together and you yoink this small body off of it. No burns. It's definitely hot. You can feel the blistering of the skin um and give me your heal test you're doing this quick here on the spot dealing with the heat uh so this is going to be a little more difficult let's make this mm -hmm. a challenging test mm. oh that is a failure do you want to use a fortune point i do okay very loud noise. Okay, that becomes a 15. As I rip open the chest and then plunge my hand okay. You're gonna get directly inside. A couple of bits of information. As you pull this thing down and you start cutting into it, you can see there are very clear seams along like the limbs, the neck, the tail attaches. As you cut its chest open, uh, it is hollow. And you can see that the, like, it's just kind of, well, it's not hollow, hollow, as there are some, like, wooden dowels or, like, thick sticks kind of pushed through some of the joints. Um holding it together you can see kind of the remains on some of these joints um like some sinew used as like thread sewing it together uh this thing looks like it's been uh, the easiest way for me to put it this thing looks like it's been frankenstein together but mm -hmm. there's no internal organs uh, like in the chest cavity so i i bust it open and just yeah. <laughs> you just slap the back of the rip gauge. 
Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. So I start like, um, like ripping some of the the wooden rib cage pieces off and tossing those pieces into the fire. So let me. It's not that the rib cage is wooden. It's like mm -hmm. there's a wooden rod, a dowel that goes from like through the shoulder joints attaching like giving some structure to the arms mm, the okay. legs the neck um you know it looks like you know someone put a peg and plugged an arm onto it and then stitched the skin up now as you're doing this you're definitely getting some gasps and screams from people kind of gathered around uh oh it's okay i'm a doctor Uh, give me a, a charm test. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm a doctor. But yeah, you're you're getting you see like this thing's been like sewed together. It's using wooden rod or like wooden like thick sticks, like thumb width sticks as uh you know pegs to hold the limbs on. Oh, you fail. <laughs> As people start screaming, he's trying to save it. Oh no, he's trying to eat it. As as people start rushing in, trying to drag you off of it, the priest harumphs at uh, Steve and Thacko and comes running over. He's like got his little like sensors like curling, like sprinkling holy water on you guys, just screaming at you. Like, how dare you? You're going to bring more evil on us. Things are really escalating a lot. Can I can I get in front of uh, 2D and uh, it, it, is it possible when you use an intimidation role to like yeah, try and... Absolutely. So uh, the, the nice... Like, you, he's a doctor. Leave him alone. Yeah. So the with this system, intimidate is naturally tied to brawn. Uh, yes. you've got, uh, people in this town know you and know, uh, kind of know your history, what you're capable of as far as being a very proficient fighter. Uh, so go ahead and make this a routine intimidate test. Uh, okay. So yeah, you'll click on intimidate. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Cool. Uh, and you've failed. Uh, do you want to use a fortune point? Yeah, could I please? Yeah, just click mm -hmm. on that reroll please button. Please do. Uh, where is reroll? It's just right underneath right the, the word failure. On for me. On the right hand side. You have the little chat menu selected on the right hand side to see the rolls. That's weird. Uh, I'll tell you what. Just go ahead and roll it again as is, and I can manually move the coin over. Because I know Thanks, I looked man. over at the stream, and the stream doesn't see those buttons either. So I wonder mm. if there's some weird. She's not truly in control of her character, maybe. It's a uh, routine again, yeah. That is what is going on. That's a good call, Adam. Let me fix that right now. Success this time. Twenty-nine. Yes. Okay, so Amazing. future rerolls. That reroll button should show up. So yeah, you succeed. All right. You form up, you uh, kind of drop to a fighting stance, you bellow out at him. He's an actual doctor, and it's enough to keep the crowd at bay for a handful of minutes, but you 
definitely get the feeling that your reputation in town might take a bit of a hit for this one. Uh, Plus, guys, this is for the cookies and beer. A couple people you know, in the crowd wait, just, like, oh, shit, it's for the cookies and beer. You should have just said so. Wait just a minute. <laughs> this thing was made. You see here as I, as I pull off the arm from the... Screams. <laughs> see, look, as I ah! move the wooden dowel in the hand, the hand on the other side is like, like doing that. Yeah. <laughs> You could use that to pick up trash off the ground. And Screams. A couple people are actually paying a little bit of attention to this. Or you could get cookie jars down from up on high shelves. It's like one of those grabber toys. Just exactly. Are any of you are any of you mechanically apt? Uh, there is a tinkerer in town. Uh, so yeah, I uh, little gnome comes up. Ah, I I know the ways around gears and mechanics and stuff like that. Oh, good, good to see a fellow gnome. Yes. Oh, um, you think we've got a mad um inventor out there in the woods creating wood goblins uh he's gonna squat down and he's gonna kind of study this thing with you so i you are definitely overestimating the complexity of this it is just like you're looking at it and it is like someone must have like caught like a like a monkey or some shit out in the woods and just lopped its arms off and just kind of slapped it down in into place and sewed it up um mm -hmm. oh so like the uh the guy with his toe just jammed the stuff in there like yeah 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 it's more like that you must have been hitting some nerves or something like that when you were wiggling that stick around that made the hand flex because yeah like he, he pulls the rod out and it's only like this long he's like the rest of it, it's all like flesh and bone like this isn't oh, if... like so much like it's more like some really weird taxidermy. What if this guy's just an asshole and he's not even been catching wood goblins? He just wants people to think he is. Uh, and the we... little gnome guy would be like, that'd be really fucked up. I mean, I'm not a fucking skeptic or cynic or anything, but I just assume most people are shitheads. Now, yeah. oh, all right. So, so said in order to truly kill him, we should burn him. So, here we go. Off. Toss Off you go. And off. I toss it back onto the fire. Okay. People are very confused, but the priest continues the sermon. I'll bet the priest's in on it too. Most of it on things. I don't think he even reacted when I said anything about cookies. Or Man, beer. That's, that's suspicious. He's got Bro. his own secret supply, probably. Mm. Communion cookies. <laughs> anyway yeah what do you do I mean we could beat around the bush we could do more investigation or we could like put the screws to this Amiga fella and ask him why he's making these stupid bodies I thought you were going to say just wander off into the woods so hands yeah, could start no, wait 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 
I think we're kind of in the right direction, but perhaps we should back out just a bit. Now walk over to Emil. Oh, uh, you turn around to look for Emil, and there's no sign of him. <gasps> hmm. Do we know where he lives? He's got a small little house in town, but you also were told earlier about his little, like, you know, hunter's cabin Camping out thing. in the woods. We should go to his lodge. Lodge, oh, that's right. why don't we uh, check him down for the season? Right. If he's not there, then we go to the lodge. Let's oh, go no, do no. some legitimate visiting. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that guy's going to escape to a place that's outside of town. Yeah, that's how it. That's how it always happens in the novellas. I can't really read, so. Tootie reads. Hey, Tootie does the voices sometimes. It makes it real fun. Well, I suppose for thoroughness, we should uh, check his house first. Maybe he's got like a little journal where he's like, I kidnapped. <laughs> if I want if I want to be a good doctor, I mean, I'd be thorough. So I should be a good doctor and I thorough. Mean, being a good doctor is good and all. But like you think he's going to his house or do you think he's going to his cabin? Because I think he knows the jig is up. And if he knows, we know, and he knows that we know he knows, he's doing mm, Always almost there. <laughs> How about I bank- just help you out and say yes? Perhaps he's banking on us, expecting that, and, think, and thinking that we'll go to the cabin in the woods. Right. So then he went to the house instead, yes, right? Yes, let's go to the house. Uh, where are you all going? To I don't know anymore. <laughs> We're going to the place that he expects us to expect him to not be at. Right. Clever. <laughs> So clever. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst investigative team ever. Yes. So you're heading to his house in town. Is that what I'm hearing? I imagine that we're all four going in different directions. Very <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Somehow you all split off in different directions, but you're all so bad at navigating. You all eventually bump back into each other right as you Make it to his house. Exactly according to plan. Uh, right. Found the cabin. Well, that looks suspiciously house. like a house. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of other houses around it, too. I thought it was a cabin in the woods. It's a good movie. You're at his house cabin in town whatever you want to call it what do you do no sign of him no sign of lights on i'm gonna Uh, legitimately knock on his door with my foot yes yeah okay uh give me an athletics test right okay trying to get that scored up no funny here all right and then standard yeah all right 25, you do good. You boot the door open. Um, 
You were expecting a little less resistance because this door is actually locked. Uh, but as the door flies open, you look inside and it is, it looks like, uh, almost like an abandoned house. Like there's a few pieces of furniture. I mean, just like a small table and a chair. There's a small cot, like all in this front room that you enter. Um, but there's almost nothing else. What's, what's the chair made out of? Wood. Hmm. I'll leave the chair to see if it tastes like the sawdust I ate earlier. Is it missing a leg? It's not missing a leg, but <laughs> Thacko, as you go take a bite, yes, it does, in fact, taste like the sawdust you ate earlier because this chair was probably made at that same... You wouldn't know that, but yes, it tastes the same. My God. They're in on it together. Clearly. Uh, All right. Well, if he's not here, we should go and... Well, I'm going to, like, knock around on the floor, like, guess what, yeah, guys? There are a bedroom or anything. Uh, There's other rooms in the house, yeah. and you go look <laughs> Go into and... the first room and turn around. <laughs> you I'm going to investigate the pantry. <laughs> guys, guys, the floor is also made out of wood. So, Steve, I am going to make you give me uh, an investigate test. Everyone okay. else, you start kind of moving through the house looking, and it is bare. There is nothing else. Uh, is that scrutinizing this? Scrutinize, yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess if he's gone for two weeks at a time, then... Uh, you are very nice. sure that there's nothing fishy going on with the floor other than it mm -hmm. being made of wood? Uh, but no hidden patches or hatches, panels, anything like that. All right. I'm definitely going to have to like try and price some up and have that go sample it though. You probably a few blow uh, fuck, a few boards up. Thacko, you take a bite and sure enough, tastes the same. It's, it's all coming together. All right. So like, it's clear he hasn't lived here for a while. I think. One way or another, how his investigation goes, 400 keepers, <laughs> squatting rights or something. Okay. Yeah. That's legal because we said so. Well, we will need salvage. a place. Legitimate salvage. Just going to write in the dust on like one of the pieces of furniture. Mine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You make your claim. Now what? Now they can't argue with it. <laughs> True. All right. Now we go to the other cabin. Uh, we're going to Woods. attempt looks... to do a chase scene. Right. But it has been a very long time since I have done a chase scene. Don't worry, guys. I've got a secret weapon prepared for the chase scene. <laughs> uh, hopefully someone here in this game is familiar with the rules of this game and can help me out Look at you, my tray. Um, oh yeah yeah you got it <laughs> uh, this is going to be three rounds mm -hmm. well who's the is the person that's being chased do they have a head start they do and okay. they have a head start so they get a plus so, three bonus on that 
Yep. Mm, and then certainly you just, has nothing to do with us going to the wrong place, right? Right. Um, you determine um, how many rounds it's going to be. It's going to be three. Okay. And then um, we go in initiative and re-roll a D10 and add our agility bonus. And the person with the head start rolls D10, adds agility bonus plus three. It's a lot of math. Okay. It's wild. I only get that one time. I know that. He better know it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So he gets an agility test plus three. Is that what you said? What did you say? 1d10 plus agility bonus plus three. Okay. So d10. Keyboard's over here. Uh, plus. Agility bonus. He only got a 10. And he only gets that bonus one time or? Until you catch up. Oh, he gets that every time by being in front? I don't think so. You don't think so? You know what? I need to. I don't remember, honestly. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah, it's just the initial thing because it's that initial bonus you get for getting the head start. Yep. And then once things are going. You know, you've kind of lost that sure. other than that initial bonus. So as the chase starts out, you're all running after him. Steve, give me a D10 plus your agility bonus. Okay, give me just a second. No. Just smush the gnat. Oh my gosh, how did it taste? I mean, I was going to save it for later, but... It reminds me, I hate the candy now and ladies. What if I want it all now? Jerks. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve. You're so fast. You're so fast, Steve. You catch up with him. Mm -hmm. Like, right away. Pocket sawdust. <laughs> yes. Uh, Meg, if you would give me a D10 plus your agility bonus. So when you look at your character sheet, uh, your attributes, so your agility is a 45. The little number in the same box, yours is a four. So you just roll me a D10 plus four. Uh, you got a 12. Nice. You also catch up with him god i rolled really terrible uh, hey, uh chuck i'm so sorry can you explain to me sort of uh really sorry maybe we should it, but uh what is the like how why am i catching up to him uh we are like doing... is it like a delta that needs to be met so uh this is in zoyander there's a specific thing called a chase scene and what it is is it's like a modified type of combat where you're trying to chase someone down or you're trying to escape from someone so we go through initiative we've already had our initiative rolled and we roll a d10 plus agility and pretty much at the end of each round you we compare those numbers what everyone's rolling so emil got a 10 steve got a 15 and you got a oh 12. i see i see i'm right yeah okay and i'm sorry i was mixing up what those numbers meant and it doesn't necessarily mean that we've caught him, but we can interact with him and potentially yeah. catch him. Yep. Got it. 
Got it, got it. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. No, it's good. Yeah. Thacko. Um, right. Uh no problem. Got this. Let's see. Agility bonus. Agility bonus. My roll to six. <laughs> you do not. Get I shouldn't have eaten all the mushrooms and sawdust today. <laughs> Uh, Just because I can digest it doesn't mean it doesn't sit heavy. Tootie. Right? I used to know these rules so well. I even made a modified version of it, specifically because in our old campaign, we were doing turtle racing. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Uh, um, too much turtle racing. In fact, like there was an adventure where like, eh, Turtle racing. Yeah. <laughs> Available on Drive Through RPG. It is. That sounds amazing. If I remember um, correctly, your guys' turtles were named Speedy Clack 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 Claxton. Yeah. And there was also, I think, Turt and uh, a couple other ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, a um, couple other things about chasings that are optional. Yes. You can let them try and take them down, like tackle them, like with a coordination or an athletic test or something yeah. like that. Um, have them start combat or um, another thing you could do that's separate from that um, is uh, the person who's slowest, they can roll a d6 to see if they get a complication. Like that. Thacko, roll me a d6. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> do I have a chasing? And then in the appendix... In the back of the book, there's chasing complications. Ooh. But uh, he did not get a six. But you can turn that into a six with a misfortune point if you I want. Can. I'm going to do that. That's a complication. That's cool as shit, man. <laughs> so, yeah. It seems like sawdust just. It was You're only ever going to roll d10 or a percentile and a d6. Um, you can use fortune or misfortune to turn a D six into a face six. So something cool happens. So yeah, in combat, every weapon deals a D six damage. So you can use a fortune point to turn that D six into a six and it does what we call explode. You can stack more damage or in this situation, I'm going to turn his D six into a face six. So I can do terrible things to him. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's uh, give me a percentile there, Thacko. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chasing complication for like woods. What'd you get? Got 24. Maybe we're still in the city? Yeah. But it's only under city complications. This is so lame. I need my turtle complications. (laughs) A group of hungry, downtrodden, cookie-depraved people show up demanding cookies and unless you provide them 1d10 cookies 
uh, they're going to attack you and you're going to lose your next turn, Jeremy. Oh, dude, use the hardwoods. What's that? Give him an impossible, impossible task. All right. Here's the thing. I've got a jar full of inedible cookies and I've got a second tin full of inedible cookies. I'm not giving up both, but I'll take the jar, which is breakable, and I'll break it over the head of the first one. And as the jar shadows over his head, the rest of them eat the cookies over his remains, which may not be dead. I didn't mean to kill him. So Thacko is going to lose his next turn as he stops to murder a bunch of cookie (laughs) beggars. A legitimate donation of cookies. (laughs) He's only murdering one of them. So Steve and Meg, you two catch up to a meal. Uh, (laughs) So if you want, you can try and like tackle him down. Uh, You can try and get ahead of him. I wanted to do a dirty trick. I'll let you do a dirty trick. Uh, so Which in is that going sh- to be pocket sawdust. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? That's amazing. In that cheat it's sheet that really I good. sent you earlier, there's combat actions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and dirty tricks is in those. Combat I wanted actions. that because I get to use guile for it. Nice. So. Let me double check here. Where are you at? I don't remember if so I have to actually. Dirty yeah, tricks. that's on You're throwing trick. pocket sawdust at his <laughs> face. This may or may not be fit for human consumption. Uh, so you get to roll Guile. Uh, and he is going to resist with awareness. So go ahead and give me your Guile test. All right. I don't get any fancy bonuses, but. Oh, sure. Why not? Because I just want this to work. You got a 12. It does, in fact, work. Uh, And he needs to resist with awareness. Um, Oh, it's because he's got two ranks in it. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He passes. You throw your pocket sand at him or pocket sawdust, but he closes his eyes in time and it has no effect. But did he open his mouth? <laughs> he crunch. Oh, it's so good. Just eating that sawdust. Egg. <laughs> very tasty. You are also caught up. You can try and tackle him down. You can attack him, do a perilous stunt. Yeah, I was uh, wanting to tackle him down. Is that a perilous stunt? Uh, so like that would be down. the perilous stunt called takedown. Sweet. So, so that's what I would like to do. And I'd love to impose a condition, which is uh, like prone or yeah. whatever the equivalent is. So yeah, the way this will work, since you are running, you get to make an athletics test. Uh, if you succeed, he has to resist with coordination. If you pass yours and he fails his, you knock him flat on his ass and he is prone. So give Wait. me your athletics test. Do you want to use a fortune I point? I cannot roll for shit today. Uh, do, are we down to like our last? We've got two of them. Still, uh, they bounce back and forth. Yeah. If there's oh, anybody sure. I want to use a fortune point, I see our resident expert should use it. 
That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> the most qualified here. Do you have it's that? True. I'm. I'm yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm terribly sorry. No, that's okay. It goes flying through the air like a spear and just sails over very committed to this I hope she at least got to savor some of that pocket sawdust in the air on her way through All right, we're doing round two of the chase scene yeah so this is that situation where like we got to him but we didn't catch yep. him so. yep. oh, I'm so sorry guys no it's uh, fine me too it's kind of great all right, he got a 15. Steve, you're up. That's going to be tough to beat. You did not beat it. I did not. Uh, Meg, go for it. D10 plus four again, yeah? Yep. An 11. Uh, he is moving ahead of all of you, and Thacko is murdering some people with dry cookies. So, uh, Tootie, you're up. Here we go. Legitimate distribution. Oh, nice. Yeah, Emil is moving ahead. Uh, none of you are within range of him. Mm. This is our last round of the chase. Uh-oh. What? Oh, Thacko, throw me a d6. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Adam, you said I was using the hard table? Oh, I, I don't know if you're using a hard table or it's just... I have no idea. Well, so I smashed the cookies over the first oh man's head. I tell the rest of them, eight days for the cookies <laughs> you and leave me alone. Six. Look at that, another complication. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me another percentile. No. Yes. Why? Why you do this to me? <laughs> another group of cookie horror star people show up. I'm not giving up the other 10. I won't. I won't do it. You got a 36. That would be funny, though. Just the, the you know sound what? of someone screaming for cookies draws more people in. <laughs> Dan is the only person who's seen that, so I'm not going to use the table. So I'm going to use, I've been working on a little side project, which hopefully at some point will come out on Grim and Perilous Studios, which mm -hmm. is a very stupid assortment of random encounters and other assorted tables. Uh, and I've got one that I just know that Jeremy is going to love. Oh, no. I love a table. <laughs> you finish beating these people to death. With I only beat shark. one to death, and I tell the rest of them to eat their fucking cookies. <laughs> it's just one legitimate distribution murder. As a young child <laughs> runs up to you, I'm going to kill a child. <laughs> hey, hey. You want to feed my, you want to see my trick? I'm a skeptic and a cynic. I'll kick him in his jimmy. 
<laughs> you punt this kid across town. Okay. Final Sorry. round. You missed your chance to see a really neat trick. I'm sure I did. Yeah, but did. I don't trust a kid who wants cookies. Oh, god damn. Oh. Ashamed of yourself. <laughs> God, you got a 14. Oh my gosh. All right, Steve. You got an 11. He's got to get away at this Thank rate. You. you got a six. Okay. Thacko, you lost your turn kicking a child across town. I mean, there was no way for me to make his role anyway, so... Tootie. Tootie, you did good. Oof, thank you. Ah. You're going to have to make me use a calculator, man. So now we add all oh, the scores to, together. To make up the difference. I think oh. I'm just a little short. You might be. I am a gnome, after all. I mean, actually, you're very short. I mean... <laughs> all right, he got a final score of 39. And Tootie, you got a final score of 35. You were four oh. points short. But as you all chase him down, running through the woods now, and as eventually you see the small hunter's lodge, as he flies ahead of you, throws the door open and slams it shut behind him, and you can hear the sound of a, a wooden bar or something like that barricade the door. So you've all made it to his hunting cabin, but he has barricaded himself inside. And we are at our two-hour mark. What are you all doing in two weeks? Uh, it's a shame. Oh, okay, I see. Never mind. I thought we were ending it. Never mind. What do you mean? Uh, we... I was going to do something if it was going to be over, but I heard you say, what are you all doing in two weeks? So oh. I was just going to burn the cabin down with him yeah, inside. The of adventure's it. not over. Yeah. Now I realize yeah. that we are maybe like hitting the 50% mark. I have estimated my timing wrong. We did it again, guys. We yeah. went real I mean, slow I mean, at the beginning and ruined the pacing. <laughs> Uh, I I was just going to say it's a shame as I'm lighting my bottle bomb and throw it at the uh, building. And... I mean, you could do that. Yeah, but well, depends we... on if. I mean, because two weeks from now we could play Kingdom Death or we could uh, continue this. I think it's all going to depend on the availability of Meg. Putting you on the spot here, my Dre. Or. No pressure, uh, but all the pressure. I, I'm i going to say yes, and I'll figure it the fuck out. <laughs> so, yeah, let's Please. wrap it up here, because it's midnight, and I can definitely feel that, uh, you know, I've been sick the past few days, and I can feel it pulling me down. I'm sorry, Chuck. That's well, you still did a great job. This was a lot of fun. Okay. This was so much fun. 
And I did stop laughing long enough to learn some part of the game. Nice. So that's good. <laughs> okay. So here's what we'll do. We'll put a pin in this. Uh, this time slot here on Grim and Perilous Studios, we play in this time slot every other Saturday night. Um, mm -hmm. So rather than getting back to Kingdom Death Monster in two weeks, we'll wrap this up. Uh, does that Roll. work for everyone? As long as I get to kick at least one more child. <laughs> I cannot promise that. There was 100% more child kicking than I was imagining when I started, when I said yes to this. I, I had a success already. I agree. I, so here's the, the, the thing with, I don't know why it is. I don't know why it started, but orphans have... <laughs> uh they don't do well on defenders of cobalt <laughs> games oh no uh we <sighs> did uh rhyme of the ice maiden for a little bit <laughs> oh yeah and mm -hmm. they accidentally exploded an orphanage uh oh god accidentally on purpose i was gonna say how accidentally yeah <laughs> We killed a win like a Wendigo and adopted the orphan Wendigo baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> it was like equivalent exchange, you know, like we traded the whole orphanage for, you know, okay. for something better. Yeah. All right. So yeah, in two weeks we'll pick up right outside of this small shack. You can all figure out what you're going to do. If you want to throw a bottle bomb, you are more than welcome to, but let's save that for next session. Okay. Um Oh. I don't know. Let's do some closing plugs. Uh, well, let's let's uh, our MVP of Zweihander rules. Let's try. Well, you got you got anything you want to plug? What you got happening? Uh, I um, I'm Maitri, and this is my first time playing Zweihander, uh, which was delightful. Thank you so much for inviting me, yeah. and thank you for having me. Um, I uh invite myself to games that people are too polite to say no to mostly and uh the things i learned from those games i use in a youtube channel that you should check out if uh you're looking for stuff to watch on youtube and uh i put out videos every wednesday and the occasional saturday which is today um, and today's video was actually an interview with Christian Serrano of Savage Eberron, if people are into Savage Eberron. Um, but, but yeah, because Christian's like the nicest guy in the world and, and uh, is one of those people that's too polite to say no to me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's me. Nice. I was going to grab the link and post it, but uh, Adam beat me to it. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. Are you, what is it to get a personalized URL? Is that 200 subs? Oh, it's, I don't, a, it's 100. I, I just went straight to the channel, so I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. You should, you should <laughs> definitely get you that personalized URL for your. Uh, I don't think I can get, I can't get it yet. So it's definitely more than what I already have. <laughs> I thought it was 200. Whoever is watching this, if you have not subbed there yet, you need to do so because if you don't, um, I'll kick you in your junk. 
<laughs> he'll Thacker do it too. Do he it. kicks. He kicks children, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Jeremy, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, you should check out Aaron Reese on Patreon. You get comic books, maps, tokens, all sorts of fun RPG assets. It's a good time. Check it out. Very cool times. Uh, let's see. I guess let's Dan and I can do ours since we'll do our defenders plug and then the rest of us. Uh, Adam, we can we can talk about the studio. Uh, so Dan and I uh we run this little channel called defenders of cobalt where we're very mild-mannered uh well-behaved tabletop gamings it's like like asmr like the bob ross of tabletop role-playing games uh very peaceful very relaxing um on wednesdays we're doing an alien campaign every other thursday we're doing tales from the loop Every Friday right now, we're doing Dungeon Crawl Classics, playing in a world where the party accidentally destroyed the sun. Uh, and I guess that's it for Defenders. We also hang out on Adventures of Lollygagging on Mondays, and we hang out on Steam Seal and Murder. Well, I guess I do every other Sunday for some Shadowrun. Good stuff. Every other Sunday for Shadowrun. Words just aren't working. What do we got going? Do we got... I don't even know. I don't even know anymore, Adam. What do we got going on with the studio? <laughs> well, um, there's a lot of things going on in the background at the studio. Um, so uh, if you keep an eye on our website, that's groomandperilous.com. Um, let's see if I put that in here, if I was smart enough to do that. You yeah. did. There we go. And um, we do major announcements there. But um, a while back, we released an adventure on DriveThruRPG that Chuck wrote. It's called The Kids Aren't All Right. That's my adventure. Um, and we haven't really done too many announcements about that because we're still waiting on some final steps to get the print on demand that's been uh, stuck there. But if you're um, you know, PDF-only type of person, you should go ahead and get it now. You should. Um, it's the best adventure ever written. Ever, despite those jerks that gave me some one-star reviews, but I think they yeah. just did it because I'm too pretty. Yeah. So um, legitimate beauty. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's illustrated by the wonderful Dan Mandich, the same artist that um, did all of the illustrations and all of the Zweihander books. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, got some really fantastic art worked on by a whole bunch of uh, amazing people in the studio um, for rules development, for editing, all of that. So um, if you happen to see us at Gen Con, that's also the adventure we ran for Swyhander. So um, yeah, uh, we have a few exciting announcements to come about. Our website is soon going to change to... Um, Great effect, but I can't reveal that just yet. Yeah. Um, and so uh, just stay tuned. Um, you can sign up for the mailing list. And so any news coming out there will be on that mailing list. And uh, I guess last thing, uh, if you want to know more about the 
radiator setting that I've talked about every now and then. It's the um, post-apocalyptic setting we're writing for Zweihander. If you sign up as a patron on our Patreon, which you can find a link on the website, then um, you can see us live play and you can see some of our development. And um, when we get to the point that we're going to start illustrating things for Radiator, then we release previews of mechanics for our patrons. So um, uh, we also released a few preview illustrations for our upcoming card game that um, we're releasing one day and um, some illustrations for uh, Divinity Unleashed, our divine magic supplement. That we're coming out with so there's a lot of stuff there if you do sign up as a patron yeah. uh and as for the grim and perilous streaming front uh i remember what i was going to say next saturday at 1 p.m central we've got tales from the loop through the hedgerows uh you can catch everyone here except for jeremy mm -hmm. playing in that uh, so yeah. yeah you can see episode one now on youtube it is uh public it is. and um yeah so uh we'll be live then on, on YouTube. youtube but uh youtube yeah Subscribe. every other saturday we should still be here on twitch for people who prefer to use twitch so yeah um yeah i guess, I guess that's everything that everything that feels like everything yeah, if you're local to KC, we'll be running games Monday at the uh, Reworld Tavern and Thursday at Adventure Cafe. But... I won't be at either of those, I think. Will I be at the one at, on Thursday? I don't remember. I'll have to check our calendar. <laughs> Pay attention, thanks. Anyway, thank you, everyone, for playing. Everyone who watched, thanks for witnessing us. Um, I don't. I don't fucking know. We got to get out of here. So uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye.